Welcome to the Holistic Hose Podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Summer. We're longtime best friends, soul sisters, and self-proclaimed twin flames. Throughout the years, we've navigated spirituality, radical independence, dating, global travel, and bettering ourselves. We're so excited to share our lives with you as we continue along this journey with some of our favorite rituals we picked up along the way. Of course, we wouldn't be who we are today without who we've been in the past. So we will be sharing plenty of hilarious stories from the past that have helped shape us. Come along as we reclaim what it means to be holistic hoes. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> We're here. We out here, honey. Oh, how's, how's it going? Oh. Why do we talk the same always? We say the same stuff. We think the same stuff. Mm. Except right now we do not look the same, unfortunately, because you are 10 shades darker than me. Although I just got back from Mexico. (laughs) We're doing our best. I know. And you would think like I'm in Alabama. So yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Alabama shores, right? That's where they have that like hang, hang out fest, right? Yeah. The Gulf shores, like the Florida Bama, that's where they are. I think that's what a lot of people come here for, but I mean, honestly, it's gorgeous. There's a lot of seaweed right now because there's some tropical stuff. A Bruin. It's the first day of storm season, and there's one like in Cancun right now. Okay, that It'll makes buff. sense. There was so much seaweed in Tulum. Yeah, it, it was like it's like the gross. worst they've ever seen. Like people who've lived here their whole life, they're like, "This is the worst we've ever seen it." Dang. Yeah. So, do you think there's gonna be a really bad hurricane? Yeah, I think the season's gonna be really bad. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know. Oh Trust my god, me. that's like, so scary. Yeah, it's probably. I don't know. That's what it looks like. They also said that like there's this warm current in the Gulf that was only there right before Katrina. Um, so they're bad? worried something of that scale could happen again. But like Katrina, I mean, we had a Category Five last year, Ida in Louisiana, and it wasn't as bad because it was in Baton Rouge. Like Katrina happened because the levee, mm. like that, it, what it broke, right? Like all the they couldn't do anything. They it was a bowl and it flooded. That's why, like, oh. people couldn't get out. There was one way in and one way out. Yeah. And they just released. I think they just did. Um, rebuild like this giant wall they're calling it like the giant wall of new orleans or like louisiana or something set up mm. china <laughs> but it's supposed to protect them from some waves <laughs> some redneck shit yeah right <laughs> no let's not like d- deal with the real issue let's just build a giant wall <laughs> but hey if it works i guess oh my god keeping out the storms keeping yep. people safe but otherwise i mean it's beautiful we're supposed to go fishing tomorrow you guys have gone fishing every day. Story of our life. I go to the beach though, and then they fish. Yeah. <laughs> well, hence why you are 10 shades darker right now. Exactly. I'm okay with it. But yeah. tomorrow it's game on because we're going on a boat and like it's different, you know? Are you going to fish? Absolutely. Do you know, like, I. A, yeah. I had a, <laughs> we had a, yeah. that's what we would do for dinner sometimes growing up like if my dad was watching us like we would go down to the pond and catch bluegill and like eat that for dinner okay listen (laughs) she's like like, you fish (laughs) I had a pond in my backyard growing up I did and like you've been to my you went to my childhood home like yeah yeah paddle boat in it we had a dock it's in there cute. it's it a big like, it's a decently sized pond as well decently sized pond like we would have palm parties during the summer yeah however the fish that were in there were 
sunfish and I think bass sunfish we didn't eat them but we would catch them and throw them back nice it's a man-made pond like my dad's dad my grandpa made it and then like brought the fish in so that's what he chose apparently nice we did we I mean it's like the same we just did like I think it's like bluegill and catfish and bass can you eat bass yeah like sea bass it, but it wasn't seawater, it's pond water. Sea, I don't even think sea bass is really sea bass. I think that's just <laughs> what they call it. <laughs> Who would have thought you'd come to this this podcast and learn all about fishing? Yeah, no, this is we don't we'll have a read on sometime to talk about real fishing. Oh he like God. literally was yeah, that's a he thing. was like D1 Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't even know was a thing. <laughs> me neither, man. When he was like, yeah, no, could do football, could do baseball, but I'm going to do fishing. <laughs> We're like, all right. Did he do like, did he have like workouts for that? Like, what was his regimen? How do it's you like scope in the? That's the thing. I don't, he could tell you a lot better than me, but it's like seriously a science. they know even yesterday because we were at this channel on the beach and like this dude walked up and was just like literally just hooking up like dipping his it was like as close to fly fishing as you could could get to normal fishing and he would just dip it in and pull them out and it was these um kinds of snapper mangrove snapper that's what it was and he literally got like 12 fish in 30 minutes or something it was and then he walked his bucket out to the street and have somebody come pick it up and like we were like, what's going on? Is he got like a side deal? Like, is this his? Is someone taking it home to cook it? Like, <laughs> and then you go back out and just like look, because but there's a limit or whatever. So that was because he knew that like the tide was changing and at that time, at that place, it's like and you have to like use certain bait and certain line and certain weights and like certain rods and all this stuff that I don't understand. <laughs> okay, that's too much for me. <laughs> Wait, yeah. like. I was hearing the words, but my brain was not processing them. Me every day when they're trying to tell me how to do this. I'm like, can I get it with my hands like a bear? Because I... I've always been afraid of the scales. Aren't they sharp? Um, Depending on the fish. Mm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Who would have thought this is where we go with this? Not me. I not know. me. I'm just having flashbacks to Earthy versus Woodsy. This is never prime ends. example. It's an extended You're it like, episode two of Earthy versus Woodsy. I just want to go in with my hands and just grab one. I'm like, oh, I would. It's easier. Sharp? Fishing is, like, yeah, you're like, I'm scared. <laughs> I just can't. I don't want to deal with the patience that it takes to like hold a line in. Give me a That's net. true. You, it requires a lot of patience. Right? Yeah. I have none. I have zero yeah. patience. <laughs> Zilch. Well, I mean, I saw your, you sent me a snap that you're like, when your brothers ask you to go get bait or whatever. Yes, literally. They're like, we need ice and we need fishing bait. And I'm like, what kind of fishing bait? You know, I'm thinking worms. There's different kinds? Good oh, yeah. Lord. I had to go get like oh minnows, like full freaking fish heads. He, cert- he said, go to look for mullet heads. I'm like, all right, walking in. I'm like pulling in these little places. I'm like, do you have a mullet head and they're like no but we got sam please like whatever me and um his fiance went in and we're literally looking for fish bait so you're having a good time out there moral story thriving thriving they did catch something this morning so it worked but i think he had to go get shrimp instead i don't know i don't know like i said it's a science i don't understand i'll eat it fish tacos 
great. Oh, I will take some fish tacos. <laughs> right. I actually, I had a really good fish tacos in Mexico. Like, obviously. <gasps> right, right. But what kind of fish was it, though? <clears throat> I don't know. No, like mahi or like it was fish. I had one option. It was fish. (laughs) So that's what I got. I I wasn't in the mood for like pork. I don't eat pork. I don't know why, but I I don't know why I was gonna say that first. But (laughs) (laughs) okay, you want to know? Do you know why I don't eat pork? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, you actually you could know because you went to the reason why I don't. So my family, (laughs) no, 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 it's chill. It's chill. My family had pig roast growing up for like 12 years. And I watched that pig run around in the ring. My mom bidding on it, auctioning, whatever, like, like, you know, like better. Yeah. 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 You have to go and like, you pick them out and you got to be the one to get it. Yeah. And then the guy, like the guy on the microphone, he's like, and I'll have a 20. (laughs) You could do that. You could be an auctioneer. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) I sound really good. I'm speaking real words. You're right. Anyway, it was literally my cousin's pig that he raised and my mom was bidding on it. I didn't auctioning it. That's so sad. So I watched it. Well, first of all, I watched him raise this pig. Then I watched it run around in a a ring with my mom like, oh, oh. (laughs) and then I don't know why I went with my dad to pick it up from the slaughterhouse that we took it to. And I saw it hanging upside down from the ceiling. And she's going to cry. I am unwell. (laughs) Very unwell. She said no more pork. Never again. No. And then I watched it cook for 12, 24 hours. Literally. In my backyard. It becomes like leather. Yeah. You had to watch it. And then you have to watch everybody eat. I wouldn't mind, but I think it's the fact that you had to go and watch it like bid on. And then. mm, It was overall very traumatic experience. And so I don't eat pork. And that your cousin raised it. This is like too (laughs) close to Charlotte's home. This is giving me like Wilbur vibes. (laughs) yeah so that's why I no longer eat pork (laughs) I feel you I don't eat like deli ham oh why I don't know why I feel like the white like fatty veins in it freak me out I'll eat bacon all day and like honey baked ham like sliced thick ham from like Christmas and stuff no problem on a Hawaiian bun with some cheddar cheese (laughs) that's delicious (laughs) deli ham it's like I don't know I'm not here for it I don't like it at all I'm like only turkey and that chicken when it comes yeah. to deli meat because cold cuts are already like sketchy Gross. a little bit yeah <laughs> you know and then it's like these are extra sketchy <laughs> yeah cold cuts can't. last about three to four days I'd and say when you're pregnant you're not supposed to eat them right like that and should be like, a sign yeah why, why are we eating allowed? them mm. yeah mm. <laughs> I have questions yet we still eat it exactly I eat it so often actually almost every day they're great I mean it's a great lunch thing throw it on your salads yeah I also genuinely love turkey yeah last summer no two summers ago I was like craving a Thanksgiving turkey so I went to like three different grocery stores and this was like the summer of 2020 so you know how grocery stores were kind of like very bare yeah so I had to go to three different grocery stores to find myself a a turkey to roast and like bake in the oven like I did like a whole Thanksgiving dinner and I was just craving it I had to buy like a special pan so that the turkey was raised out of it yeah 
whatever that's called. But I, I genuinely love turkey. And so I will always go for the, the deli turkey, although it's kind of nasty. Just say, give me a whole turkey now. Give me a whole I will turkey find now. the turkey. I do love to get like a rotisserie chicken every once in a while. Mm, so good. What's your go-to flavor? Just like rotisserie chicken. Just like- <laughs> <laughs> right. But usually they come with spices. No, I just want the basic ass one because I do stuff with it. But yeah, that's why. You're coming home with some bland ass chicken. Yeah, I just want it to be roasted. Oh my God, that's hilarious. But there is like it's a so certain- so good. I put it in soup vibe. and I put it in my ramen and I like, like I usually cook other stuff with it. So I mm-hmm. think that's why I like it to be because I add a lot of salt and pepper myself. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure they put salt and pepper on there. Like I'm sure. I don't really know. It's just like the rotisserie chicken at the sprouts. At the sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Bring it I home. Oh, or like in a chicken, in a Caesar salad. Oh, See, my issue with Caesar salads are that I only, it first of all, it needs to have chicken on it because then it would just be cheese and lettuce because I can't eat the croutons because I'm allergic to gluten. Yeah. There's so like I, no... I love, I love a chicken Caesar salad, but also I'm not going to eat the anchovies if they're on there. Oh yeah. No, you've never, you know that there's anchovies know. in the dressing. I know it's in the dressing, but I don't yeah. have, think I've had one with it on the actual salad. Oh yeah. Like I, I learned to ask going to restaurants if there were anchovies on it or not. Just these no. little, little swimmers on your garden salad. I mean, gee. if I didn't see them, it'd be different. But if I'm looking at the little fish head eyes, I don't have a problem. Dude, my grandma and grandpa on my mom's side, we had all the grandkids had stockings for Christmas at their house. So we would go over there and every year we would get a can of sardines in our stocking. Wait, what? Yeah. And my boy cousins loved them. They would just open it and start eating it. So we always like, they got like triple because all the girls would just give the boy cousins their sardines. Oh my God. Isn't that nasty? Yeah. I mean, that's what my dad wanted to eat for dinner He literally said that last night. He's like, you know what's for tomorrow? Sardines <laughs> on a cracker. And I'm like, what? On a cracker. <laughs> Why can't we just be normal? <laughs> I feel like you are living. This is just like great insight into your family's travel. Oh, yeah. It is like survivalists <laughs> at all times. Like we never, seriously, me and my dad almost ran through these dunes on this like fort, like these protected bird nests. So we were like, no, for the birds, we won't do it. But like, it was this old fort, this civil war fort. And we like walked around the beach and we thought there was going to be another like way in another, mm. whatever, what's it called? Why can't I think of the word? Like a track. Entrance? I don't know what I'm Uh-oh. thinking of. Uh, yeah. Entrance that works. Trail, trail. That's the trail. word I was looking for. Yeah, we thought there'd be another trail or like we could go around. No, no. <laughs> We're stuck on this freaking beach for a hot minute, right? Next thing you know, my dad's picking up trash. He's got all this <laughs> stuff. He's picking at crabs. I'm like, what? Like, Aww. are we going to build a shelter? It was actually really cute. It was like a nice little morning but then we yeah we're like we gotta turn around like yeah we're gonna just keep walking forever and be stuck out here that's probably why I got burnt seriously by the oh. end of it I had my scarf like wrapped around my head like a turban <laughs> like we were literally struggling to get back it was survivor us. yeah it was it was survivor for a minute and there's seaweed everywhere 
Your family uh, vacations literally scream survivor. My yeah. family vacation is like bath, coconut water <laughs> and milk bathtubs with flower petals. And I have pictures to prove it. <laughs> that sounds so nice. I know. I'm like, can we go to Bali next time? <laughs> like, That's like, why you have to take these vacations yourself because this is not vacation. It's work. It's survivor. <laughs> this is drama. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, like I'm well equipped and prepared, but holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you need a vacation after your vacation. <sighs> yes. Where do you think it. is the most relaxing place you've ever been? I think it was Bali. It was <laughs> yeah, Bali was amazing. Like staying in Ubud, we were in this villa and you just got to do whatever you wanted, whenever you wanted. And everything mm. was at your fingertips, but it was super calming. Like you just walk around in your robes, you get a massage. They like, everybody's so sweet and nice. And there's waterfalls everywhere, all the good stuff, everything you could want. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like my kind of family vacation. <laughs> yeah. That's like where I need to be. How long does it take to get to Bali though? Um, honestly, I don't know because I took, I think it was like an 11 hour flight and I went to Dubai and mm. laid over there and then went to Bali from there. Oh, how long were you? You were in 13. Dubai for like a few days, right? It, we were, I stayed there for the night, then flew oh. to Bali and then was in Bali for like five days and then flew back to Dubai for like three or four days and then back to the US. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Cause I remember the pictures from Dubai. Yeah, it was, we did both that trip. It was awesome. I loved Where it. did you, did you fly like regular class when you went yeah. that far? It's, what was yeah. that like? Cause isn't that so uncomfortable? Like Honestly, I feel like I would need business at least. Maybe it was, but I don't know. I feel like we were in the middle of the plane. I can't remember. Oh, I think but that's business. When I have someone next to me that I know, then it's like better because then it's kind of like, can, like we have like two seats so we can yeah. like kind of lay on each other. Like we can watch movies together. Like it goes by a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. And then when you're on those air buses, like you get up, you walk around, like you have full yeah. course meals that get served to you. Yeah. So I feel like it's not so bad, but I mean, don't get me wrong when people lean their seat back, like I, I can't, I feel like that is like a rule that should like, you shouldn't put your seat back unless unless know. you're unless in, like a like, child or something like I don't know yeah. there's there's no I don't think it, there, there's any really any reason why you need to be putting your seat back unless like everybody in your row has all got their seats back yeah if we're all on the same page maybe right how rare is that that's like when I, they turn uh, the lights off and say go to sleep and we're on there for <laughs> 10 hours that's it I also think that if you're in first class or like I usually fly delta and they have comfort plus Right. And I feel like those, because you have more leg room to begin with, it's okay to go back because you're not like impeding on the person behind you. Yes. Space. You're not already on top of them. Like you're not already yeah. crunched up. That's the thing. It's like, we're all squished. So why do you get extra space? <laughs> <laughs> <The> fuck? <laughs> literally. It's like so rude. I can't stand it. It makes me angry. Like I'll literally make, I guess. So I can't, I'm not going to do a carrot, but like internally I'm like, not going to do a carrot. Like, why did nobody freaking tell you that this is not okay? Seriously, when I I was going to New Mexico recently for work, love it there, by the way, Land mm -hmm. of Enchantment. Who knew that that's what it was called? I not didn't me. know. I know. I Land went there. I, know. I didn't know. Me neither. I saw it on a license plate. I was like, is this real or is this like a hippie? Like, what's oh, going on? Oh, I love that. 
Yeah, I think it's really cool, but it's because of like all the native tribe places, which who would, I mean, like everybody knows that stuff's out there, but I like was driving back from Santa Fe to Albuquerque and I just pulled over to this lake and I was driving and it's like, you're only supposed to be here if you're part of the tribe. And I'm like, oh, Yui. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My bad. Just wanted to see the monuments, but I made it. Anywho, when I was flying there, I made my flight by two minutes. And I, I had that. to That's how run. I, That's I how had I to run. Oh yeah, you were getting. Were you like late for one of your flights too recently? We we're both. We're just like. <gasps> oh yeah, late. we were texting about it. That's just yeah. how I roll, though. Like I like to. I don't like to sit at the gate. I like to go through security and just walk on the plane. Yes, I thought it was going to be fine. I was flying out of New Orleans, and turns out both of the parking garages were closed for construction. Nobody told oh, anybody. Shit. So I had to go like take the shuttle and all that shit took an extra hour. Cause I was like, you, I'm like, yeah. Oh, we're just going to roll through. It's all good. Yeah. No, so I'm <laughs> way late. Way uh, like they're about to start boarding when I'm getting ready to go through security. So I signed up for that clear thing or whatever yeah. it is. Like, oh my God, you signed up on the spot on spot. Cause I was like, I don't give a fuck. I got to get this plane right yeah. now. And it's like free for two weeks or something. So I was oh, like, yeah, I'm let's going. Do it. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like, let's see what this is about. And um, they got you me right through. But then I got held up at security for they had to recheck my bag because I didn't take my Nintendo Switch out. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was the first time I traveled with it, I think, or where I forgot that I traveled with it. And the screen's too big. So I forgot. Anywho. But like with TSA pre-check, you don't need to take that stuff out. So with clear, you do. Yeah. So that's what, like, I was explaining this to my parents because they're like, why, what's the difference? Yeah. I think TSA is a little bit cheaper, but what clear does is like, you're literally just paying to get to the front of the line. Like Uh, you walk straight up to the people who like security that checks your passports and stuff. Got it. You still have to go through security. You just skip the whole freaking line. So when I'm in a major city like that, it it helps. But if you are TSA approved, like, I mean, you, you don't have to do security, do you? You go through security, but you but wait in a, you a do wait in a line. line sometimes, right? Yeah. Okay. You so usually yeah, it's like have like a shorter line and then you don't have to take off your jackets, your shoes, and you don't have to take out your electronics. So it's like super fast going through it too. Nice. That's good. I think TSA would probably be the, the way to go. But my dad says sometimes he ends up waiting a long time still. And like, that's frustrating for because yeah. you were supposed to you think that you're going to just like literally walk on your plane. Mm-hmm. But you don't. So anywho, uh, they had to check my bag. So I'm waiting for them to check my bag. They're boarding my plane. I'm having a freaking panic attack. I'm stressing out. I'm like, sir, please, sir, like <laughs> check my bag. Like, can you please take my bag? It's like, somebody needs to be patient. Like he's like literally taking his sweet ass time trying to make me late. So the lady in front of me has three freaking way bigger than carry on suitcases. Like, I don't know how they're going to get them on the plane. They're full of liquids. Like she's what? Not- so he's going through each of them, having to search the whole thing, pull out a freaking showers tubs worth <laughs> of shampoo and conditioner and every kind of thing under the sun and like hairspray bottles, big ones, like all this crap. And I'm just like, who never told these people like this is another part of travel etiquette that people need to understand and it held me up an extra literal like half hour and that's why I had to haul ass to the security line to make it by two minutes because they had three suitcases full of liquids that were over 3.4 ounces I just don't understand what world she's living in that she doesn't know that it was like a family too like it was like a group like three women and like three yeah maybe that's why it was three bags but like it seemed like it was one person's like stuff 
but they were like together traveling. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I was so stressed out. I was like blacking out. I'm like, who <laughs> Who comes to the freaking airport with all this stuff through security? Dude, you know what I cannot stand on airplanes? Tell me. <laughs> Summer's ready. I'm like, yes. <laughs> what they do? When you land, seatbelt, mm. fasten signs off. You're at the gates. Good. Everyone stands up. Fine. Everyone stands up. You do your thing. I stand up too if I'm able. Grab my things. But if you are in the row behind me and you try to go in front of me, absolutely not. Unless (laughs) there is, unless, unless you turn to me and say, Hey, I'm going to miss my next flight. Can Mm -hmm. I go in front of you? Absolutely. You know what? I'm going to tell the person in front of me too. Yeah. Please clear the aisle. Exactly. Everyone move out of the way. If I'm like standing there and you bump your way up in front of me, uh uh-uh, absolutely maddening. It's absolutely maddening. Mm Mm-mm. Like you should have booked a numbered better, a rows for yep. a reason mm-hmm. and we go by numbered row. It makes no sense. No. It's like traffic flow. Like you can't do, it just like slows everything down. Mm-hmm. And what makes you better? That's how I am with the seat. It's like, yeah. why do you get this privilege? That, like we, we have the exact same seat. We paid the same amount. You don't right. get to go in front of me. No. And they just stand there. Or, uh, I don't like when people stand up that are all the way in the back. I can't deal with that. Oh yeah. That doesn't, I'm. Uh, like I as mean, soon as we land they all just pop up I'm like why we're yeah. not going anywhere seriously like there's freaking 30 rows on this yeah <laughs> I it. I'm not usually in the back because I have um I like flew so much mm-hmm. with my job pre-pandemic and because no one was flying Delta kept pushing back like your status oh, and nice. so I like very often get upgraded for free or I get to sit in the aisle or in the emergency exit which is like a priority seat. Yeah. And so I'm never usually like super in the back. I which love is nice. flying in the fire exit row. That is it's my favorite. It's the best. <laughs> the only thing that sucks is you have like no room for, because when I fly with my cat, I can't <laughs> I put her under those. There's no seat to put her under when you do that. You have no front, like you have extra leg room, but sometimes it's forward. Like I feel like a lot of the fire roads are, have like a wall. Like it's like open leg space and then the like bathrooms or something. Oh, I've never experienced that. I was going to say my favorite seat on the plane is, (laughs) don't laugh at me, is there's on a certain plane, there's two exit rows and one of the exit rows only has two seats and the other exit row behind it has three seats. And so there's no seat in front of the window seat. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So there's yeah. two, there's two rows of exit, right? Like one in front of the other. Yeah. Let's call them 13 and 14. 13 like has and an aisle in a middle. 14 yeah. has the normal aisle, middle window seat. I get row 14 window seat and there's not even a seat in front of me. Right. So I have ample leg room yes. and I stretch out, but I thought that's what you were talking about because then my stuff where I put it under my seat is literally it's row 12. It's like all I put the way under. forward. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that makes that, that happened. Yes. I've seen that one as well. There, but I've never had like a wall. Plane. Yeah. Like, I mean, like where the bathroom stuff, you know how like it'll Oh, there's like the random bathroom in the middle of the airplane. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I feel like I'm always like buying the last ticket on every plane. So that's why I just get like the craziest <laughs> seats. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about people taking their shoes off on the airplane? I am that person. <laughs> oh, Ew, you're banned. No more I air know. travel for you. I know. I am the travel 
horror monster. No, I don't do anything bad. Like I might, like if I do that, like I'm wearing socks. Okay. And I'm not putting them up. Like they're, it's still under the seat in front of me. The you bitch who I mean? puts I her just... foot like on that armrest in front of her. Like, oh my God. Uh... That is fucked up. And like people who put their hair over the seat behind them and stuff like that. Cause I have real long ass hair. Right? Yeah. It's bad. It's in everybody's ass crack by the end of the plane ride. <laughs> but it's nobody's fault. Just, I shed like a golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> but I will do what I can to make sure it is like bundled up or like under yeah. a scarf or like under my back. Like people who just flick it all over the place. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if that was a little airplane seat, it'd be in somebody's tray I when my hair was super long I frequently I'm always cold on airplanes so like I would frequently tuck it into my sweatshirt or like my jacket that I was wearing to keep it contained because I'm the same way also because I saw this TikTok once of this girl legit cutting the girl's hair because they had tvs on the back of the she kept like covering it didn't they put gum in there too or something i don't know i maybe that's a different one but this one i saw the girl legit cut around the tv like so that she could see and like let the girl's hair be there but just cut off so she could see the tv brutal brutal (laughs) that's That's savage also are you allowed to have scissors on an airplane um, I don't know. I brought a socket wrench on my last plane ride. So <laughs> you would, I swear I have problems. I needed it. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot yeah. to leave it in the storage garage. So I was like, I got to take it home. And all I had was a carry on. So I was like, we're going to wing it. <laughs> That's and it, was fine. it was a whole ass socket wrench kit, but it has to be under seven inches. <laughs> oh, Oh, that's the no, no big dick wrenches around. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like my oh, sick mind immediately went there. I was like, oh, seven inches. I know, me too. <laughs> You're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and then big, my real big socket wrench. Oh my God. Hilarious. What yeah. else? Like- so I think you can have scissors because I've taken the little ones, like the eyebrow ones, you know? Oh. Yeah. I mean, they're probably really not supposed to, but. But if you have TSA pre-check, you kind of get away with anything. That's the thing. Yeah. It really just depends. I now have global entry. Nice. That's exciting. (sighs) It's the best thing ever. And like, I just have this habit. I think it's, it was a couple of things that were sparking this within me. I get off the plane. My layover was in JFK in New York city. Mm. Obviously I used to live in New York city pre-pandemic when I am in that New York city air I'm booking it. I am absolutely booking it. I don't know why, but I am zoom zooming it through the airport. <laughs> zoom, zoom. Let's also rewind. I was upgraded and I was in the first row of first class. I was oh, yeah. the first one off the plane. Why did I feel the need to book it when I was in front of everyone? I had global entry, which means I had my own, like I go up and it scans and I go right through. I don't talk to anyone. Like, <laughs> My ass was booking it through that airport for no damn reason. I had a three and a half hour layover (laughs) and I was sprinting from my plane through customs. She's like, we got to get there now. We're in New York. I got to move, move. I also think, move bitch. I also think it's because I'm used to running to my gate because I just don't give myself enough time. Three and a half layovers are like the devil's candy. That was terrible. I had a whole ass dinner. I got like so much work done. I was like, what do I do with all this time? Like now what, like what, what trouble can I cause in this airport right now? Because I've been here far too long. 
Yeah. You start wreaking havoc. That was literally me. Oh my God. In <laughs> Albuquerque. Holy shit. Seriously. Of course it's fucking Albuquerque of all places. Like, Where am what? I? Literally. Where am I? <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. I'm buying like alien stickers and like magnets and stuff, you know, like you whatever. In a different universe. Straight up. We get to the, like our <laughs> gate or yeah gate was at the end of this terminal like ghost town everything Einstein bagels closed down like there's nothing there's just one little tiki bar that's open tiki bar and grill but their grill is closed so they're only serving hard freaking drinks okay <laughs> this crew that was in this airport was shout out to them if any of them ever hear this like shout out to you Nancy I love you literally I was invited to a woman's crawfish pearl in Mississippi by the end of it <laughs> To her family reunion and roast. Oh my <laughs> I was God. Like, seriously, this is like the craziest. And then there was a guy in there that like made out with Melissa Milano and like does like <laughs> theater shit. I don't even know what's going on. There's another guy that was a 40 year old Marine going to his friend's retirement. He was the only one that got carded. <laughs> I'm like, me and this other girl are like, no, that's rude. Like, we like, <laughs> wow and then there's this other like old guy that's just got like a lot he's drinking dirty martinis and just like making you know be, causing a riot so no one knew each other these no. were all separate groups no <laughs> all of us they were all separate people we're all talking about where Aww. we live someone says go taggers and i'm like lsu <laughs> hey. like, what's up? and then there's this old like lady with gray hair she looked like she just walked out of the desert like it was the most <laughs> eclectic group of people and by the end of it we were all homies we were all best there was a couple of them on my plane we were all waiting together we like someone would go check the see if they're loading yet and then come back and then we do another shot then they would go check it and come back it was ruthless and yeah so I was tart getting on this freaking plane <laughs> god lord and me and Nancy are like oh my god get me out of here we need to hurry up then I sit down there's a group of librarians traveling librarians from Indiana no <laughs> not the vibe it is not the vibe turns out they're homies and they're all like going to new orleans they do like women's rights advocacy work on the side oh my I'm god like, so what's the yeah. vibe yeah so i'm tart as fuck i'm like yeah <laughs> do the do like doing the fighting the good fight like all this shit <laughs> then we have a medical they come on any doctors on board like any medical personnel on so board. i was like i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> what you need <laughs> come on suck it wrench yeah oh yeah i could have got my soccer wrench out what was i thinking <laughs> nuts this guy that looks like johnny bravo pops up he's like <laughs> and then this other old lady and they're sitting there we haven't even left the gate yet they haven't even shut the door and i'm like get her off the plane if she's dying get her off the we sat there starts a hours. petition real quick it's clearly not an emergency they would have got her off a lot faster we're not sitting here for two hours for you to like pretend she's dying <laughs> summer's buzz is wearing off she's yeah over exactly it. seriously we were three hours late to get home i was ticked because so i'm in and out too right? yeah like i'm browning at this point like it's bad nancy's texting me like what's going on i'm like oh fuck we need to get off this plane i'm texting reed because i'm layering layering in dallas my brother i'm like you need to come get me like i want to go home <laughs> then i'm like you know fall asleep wake up they're like they're bringing liquid we have a mechanical emergency now they're coming with the bottle now to fix the like go back to sleep i'm like i'm just done we die today we die today we got there but what um, an eventful day 
I love the airport. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. You never know who you're going to meet like next to you and stuff. Mm-hmm. Seriously. It could be, but sometimes it's brutal. Yeah. Great. But I, I kind of go inward at the airport. I, I kind of keep to myself because <laughs> yeah. I think that also it was more so it, okay. It started when I would start flying on my own and I was like, Oh, you know, I'm like the mysterious young girl. Like I'm like 16 flying by myself, you know, like, mm. and then so that was kind <laughs> of like minor though. Yeah. <laughs> Like, where's my chaperone? I she has, like, a plane. clear necklace with her tickets on her chest. She's like, I'm so mysterious. <laughs> I People think I'm, like, 20. Um, <laughs> and then when I started traveling every week for work, it was, it was work. It was, like, get me there. Get on the plane. Don't talk to me. Let me get off. I need to go, like, right yeah. away to the office. Like, I need to get there, blah, blah, blah. And mm. so I've just kind of kept within that mindset of, like, when I'm at the airport like I go inward and like if you talk to me I'm gonna be like you know like startled because like I'm not expecting anyone (laughs) she's like run literally I keep to myself I remember this one time I was sitting at this you know how they have those high tops where they have a bunch of plugs and like the iPads and whatnot so I went up and like was sitting because I needed to do some work and I was charging my laptop and I sat down and this guy was like oh, the, the plugs don't work. And I was like, well, actually I think it's okay. Like, I don't really have, I have like a good amount of battery. I don't have a ton to do. And then I sit down and there's two guys and a woman there and they're like all chatting, but I could tell that they didn't know each other prior to this. And I was like, I swear to God, if they bring me into this conversation, I'm getting up and walking away. Like I was like, please don't talk to me, but they caught the vibe. Don't pick me. Yeah. I just like, I don't know. There's something about airports where I'm like, I don't want to be spoken to. I don't want to be looked at. Like I'm not the girly that's like, oh, I'm going to go to the airport and meet my husband. Like, no, I'm the girly that's like, Mm. I'm going to go to the airport to get on the plane so I can get to where I want to go. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't want to deal with anything else or any other people. Yeah, that's fair. Honestly. And that's it. But I'm not, I'm not like that outside of the airport I'm no I'm just full business mode in the airport yeah and when I it's outside of the airport I'm the one that's going up to people chatting with them like starting conversations and so I think like you're saying like the airport is just a different world it seriously is it's like a time where people step into new forms yeah yeah because I feel like a lot of people that act the way they do there wouldn't act that way in real life yeah exactly exactly you're looking at these people I'm like there ain't no way like what's going on but you can network the fuck out of it like that's what I like to do my dad's met so many people like sitting next to him I don't even know crazy he always comes home with these stories like how I just did so that's probably where I get it from probably it depends on the time of day like if it's in the morning absolutely not but that's Mm -hmm. just ever that's me every day don't talk to me in the morning don't look at me in the morning (laughs) don't breathe too loud nothing (laughs) I will bird chirps too much yeah you're a slingshot I can't I will say that once we get on the plane I open up a little bit more I'm Mm. nine and seven and a half times out of ten I will be open to having a conversation with the person next to me Mm -hmm. Uh, once I get on the airplane and I'm settled and like, I feel like, because I'm like in my little bubble, I kind of like, you know, ignored everyone in the airport now in the more like intimate setting on the airplane. Sure. We can chat a little bit. Like I've definitely given out my, my cards on airplanes. My dad Mm -hmm. has given out my business information. I'm literally have like a potential client call with someone he met on the airplane. (laughs) 
<laughs> See, there you go. It's one of those things where the universe knows that if I'm supposed to meet someone, they got to sit next to me on the plane. And that's it. That's, <laughs> that's the, only, the only place. Yeah. Oh my God, that's funny. It's very rare that I talk to people in the actual airport. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I feel like, like when I'm on the plane and I'm in my chair, like I am sleeping, I am watching my movie. I'm playing my switch. Mm. I don't really want to talk to anybody because yeah. like when the people are, ugh, I don't even like being asked for like peanuts and stuff. Like if they want to give you a snack, I'm like, Ooh, like usually I have my own snacks and stuff yeah. and I'm like, well, leave me alone. And it usually means people are going to be putting their trays around and moving. Cause I like it. I like when everybody's just sleeping and calm (laughs) and there's no babies crying. Yeah. And that's the way I like it. It's the quietest moments of your life. Your life is mayhem. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's Yeah. I'm like, I get two hours of uninterrupted sleep. No phone calls or texts. Like this is it. Yeah. I sound like I'm a mother and I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be a mom because I'm already over it. (laughs) I haven't even had kids and I can't. Yeah. Speaking of the airport being a time warp, though. Oh, yeah. You know what was a time warp? Fucking Tulum. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You said you felt like you were there for like a month. Yeah, I was there for days. (laughs) Well, I was there for a week. But if you think about it, like like I did Wednesday to Wednesday and like you get there on Wednesday. And I guess I had like the afternoon and the evening once I got there. That's only one weekend. So yeah sure right? yeah. yeah like the bulk of the trip like the Thursday to Tuesday I woke up every day and was like wait what day is it and like I generally don't know what day it is just because like, majority of the time yeah like our lives like don't revolve around like a work week like you and I are just always working and like for me that just like comes with having your own business you're just like every day is the same yeah um well not actually no every day is very different but every day you work it's the day it's the same in that it's always going to be different (laughs) yeah exactly exactly but I felt like time did not exist there and one of my friends lives in Tulum and she wasn't a part of the group that I went with and she was going to hang out with us but then she had like um she has her own business and someone came in for like a retreat and so she like couldn't hang out with us Anyway, I hung out with her the last, my last night. And I was telling her, I was like, dude, I feel like I've been here forever. And she's like, that's what Tulum does. Like, it's a literal warp. You step into Tulum and all of a sudden, like time doesn't exist. You can manifest things like that. Like it's insane. She's like, it's crazy because the way that Tulum works, she's like, if you don't want to see someone, you won't see them. But if you Mm -hmm. want to see someone, you're going to see them literally the next day. Yeah. Like it's just, it blew my mind. It's like a vortex. It was a vortex. And the dinners there, (laughs) you've been on a cruise before, right? Yes. So usually the dinners are like these extravagant, like you like dress up and like people do. Yeah. Yeah. There's performers that in Tulum, Mexico, like in the middle of the jungle. Oh my God. Fucking wild. Like we went to this one, it was called Ilio's, this one restaurant for dinner on one of the nights. And we got there, there's an electric violinist, like goddess status walking around the restaurant. She came over and like electric violin in my face. And I was like, oh my God, this is insane. Then they had fire dancers. These two beautiful sculpted like gods of men. 
come out and they're like playing with this fire and like doing all this shit. And then this girl comes down from the ceiling and it's like on one of those twirly things. And then she's given the fire. And then this other girl comes out of nowhere and she's given the fire and they're like going around the whole restaurant. Like it's like Cirque du Soleil, literally insane. And then they give the entire restaurant, every single person in the restaurant, a sparkler. The yes. whole restaurant so is it was going on fire. Everybody was freaking out. Insane. And there are no rules there. Like middle of dinner, if you want to get up and dance on the table, the servers will come over and be like, hey, hey, hey. They're hey. all like, about it. Literally no rules. And then because it was a Greek restaurant, they had this one time where they gave everyone a plate and you got into a line and danced around the restaurant. And then they had this chest and you threw your plate into the chest and said, oh, oh my god I love it dude it was insane that's amazing every single time we went out to eat it was like that it sounds like a dream it sounds like magical and it was a literal dream like I was so confused about you're like is this how you wake up the next day and you're like did that really happen and the thing (laughs) was I did not have a single hangover I was going to bed probably like the latest I went to bed one night was three what were you drinking like tequila, tequila. yeah, <laughs> obviously, literally me. Oh my god, woke up with my tequila gone the other day. I was like, hell to pay. So but, you were probably drinking really good tequila, go. Like, oh that's yeah, like we were top shelf tequila. So we were getting the one with the bell. Yeah, oh. and like when we could Casamigos, which I just love. Which I is know, like, right? It's like mm-hmm. the best, but yeah, it's not as it's not super expensive. Yeah, and you can't. But sometimes like they don't have it. I feel like it's always sold out. Yeah, it was really hard to find. And then yeah. a couple, we had a chef come over for breakfast and a chef come over for dinner. Oh nice. my God, I have to tell this story. It's so funny. Oh yeah. And the thing was when you got the chefs to come over, it was honestly cheaper than going out. Mm-hmm. So this, one of the nights we like went to brunch, had like a wild brunch. My friend was literally dancing on the table and then we went shopping and then we're like, let's just have a chill dinner. Let's like hire some chefs and have them come over. So we like through our Airbnb, we could just text them and they would set everything up for us. So we didn't know who was coming over and we had already had a chef for breakfast. And he was like a dad, like he like made us breakfast. It was great. And then these guys, so this night it we they weren't able to come until 8 30 at night we're like you know that's fine whatever but then it was like 8 45 and they still weren't there and we were fucking starving and we were like (laughs) dude like what the hell like what is taking these guys so long we just want to have a chill night and relax we're like laying on the couch out by the pool and then all of a sudden the door opens and these hot ass men walk in like carrying all of the stuff for dinner and we and it's a, a house of seven girls. So we were oh, yeah, like screaming your heads off. <laughs> Welcome. And just start turning up. So it was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. It was the chef Good. and two sous chefs. They're all beautiful. <laughs> and they were just like, we like cranked up the music as soon They're as they got show. there. Literal show. And then the guys were like, let's order. Or no, we were like, oh, let's order tequila. So the guys like got their friend to go buy us tequila and have it delivered. Of course they did. That happened twice during the night because we drank all of it. All the tequila. But so mm-hmm. our chill night started with like us turning up with these hot chefs and then we were like stay like hang out and so then we're outside like jumping on the couch by the pool like we're all in our bikinis the whole time and then all of a sudden we hear from next door hey what are you guys doing and we're like we're partying 
screaming, come over. And so I'm literally jumping on the couch screaming, come over. Come over. <laughs> and then finally they're like, okay, we'll come. Oh my so gosh. The people from next door, like a few minutes later, of course, like me, like nomad, like, okay, guys, low key, everyone grab their valuables and put them upstairs. Like we're really mm-hmm. excited, but everyone Great. like, just collect yourself and then let's party. Okay. So yeah. Be does smart. That. yeah. Be smart. And then these people walk in from next door. It's like a mix of group, um, of guy and girls. And we're like, like freaking out, like going insane, turning up the music even more, jumping around, jumping in the pool. And then I kid you not, 45 seconds later, another group walks in and we're like, wow. And me and like our group and their group look at each other, like the group that was already there. And we're like, did, do you know them? And we're like, no, do you, do you know that? And we're like, no. And these people were like, we're your neighbors behind you. We heard you screaming, come over. So we decided to come and so we literally had like a full block party at oh our house. God. And it was so funny because each house was like, we were all planning on having like a super chill night tonight. We didn't want to do anything crazy. They're literally there until like four 30. <laughs> no, I went to bed Stop. at two 30 though. I was like, I'm sleepy. Yeah. You're like, I'm done, but yeah. I cannot believe that everybody came over. That That's hilarious? it's like a project X party. Like the whole freaking place. Everybody's yelling at each other and showing yeah. up. That's it amazing. Was so fun. So see, like I have those stories in the vacation. You have those stories in the airport. <laughs> in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> oh so my funny. God. Yep, that's the vibe that we put off. We just be attracting all kinds of fun groups of people. That's awesome. They were yeah. all like a good time though, and that yeah, they just, like did the damn Wait, thing. Actually, a whole group was from Louisiana. See, yeah, no, it was really fun. Oh, and the chef stayed. <laughs> And they literally had to leave at like 5.30 to go cook another breakfast for someone. It was so funny. Stop. But I guess they ended up cooking a little bit of food for the girls that like were up until like 4.30. I'm like, that's so good. Nice. They probably needed to eat at that point. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. Having two tequila runs on top of the, yeah. Yeah. No, it was such a good time. But that was just like, that was Tulum. We went to like a day club one day and like all of a sudden, because we had dinner reservations later and we got there like early. Like I would, I want to say like, 11 30 12 all of a sudden it was like 4 30 and we were like we have dinner reservations in like an hour and a half like we gotta go <laughs> it was so it nuts. goes by so fast when you're having an amazing time yeah, yeah. it was it was wild Tulum was a good time I'm and glad you had a good experience and loved it yeah it was like good things I know it really was I just I really felt like I was there for much longer than I was actually there and I I was ready to go home but that I also see so nice. Cause that doesn't really happen though. Yeah. Often. But I think like what we always say, like vacation is a mindset. And mm. so I feel like I'm always on vacation. And even like I was talking to the cab driver because we had like had a cab driver the first night, his name was Ricardo and we loved him. And so we just got his phone number and he was just like our personal driver. Nice. And, um, so then my ride to the airport, her car broke down the day before and so I was like, oh shit. Okay. Let me like text Ricardo and have him drive me to the airport. Yeah. Um, Cause I was leaving like at a different time from everyone else, like later. And then Ricardo was like asking me in the car right there. And it was like broken English. And he was like, or no broken Spanish English. And he was basically saying like, oh, um, your vacation's over, like going back to work or whatever. And I was like, siempre vacaciones, like always vacation. Yes. Always vacation. (laughs) Always vacation. And I think that like, that's why I was ready to kind of like come back because I'm like, Mm -hmm. 
it's not for me going back to reality like vacation Mm -hmm. is a mindset I'm constantly living in this so it's just a matter of my location and I can't continue to be in this warp any longer (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what I'm saying like having some form of structure is kind of nice like it can still be vacay and still be like kind of it's great to go off on yeah But if you feel like you've been there for a month and stuff, it's like, it literally sounds like a movie. Like, yeah, it really was. And it was cool though. Yeah. Like, would you go back? For sure. I would definitely go back. I don't think I would want to live there because of course, like my sister, like FaceTimes me and she's like, how's Tulum? It looks so fun. Are you going to move there? Because like, that's the big question of like, where am I going to move? Where are you going to go? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think so. Like as weird as this sounds it's too busy for me. Mm-hmm. And I was there not during peak season. Like I am, this is like moving in. It was going into rainy season. The weather wasn't like beautiful all day long. Like we did have clouds. Right. And it gives me like you beat the vibes like of yeah. Europe that is of like South America. Not been to either. But yeah. like you said, it's busy. Like people are always doing stuff. Like it's yeah. not. And like walking down the street, you're getting like cat called. And like, I'm just like, Ugh. Ugh. like, I just don't want that. Yeah. I'm so sick of that. Like, why do we get cat called? I saw this comedian say the other day that she cat calls Hasidic Jewish men because they like can't look at non-Hasidic women in the eye. So you can just say whatever you want to them and they'll just like Dude, walk what? the other way. Wait, that's mean though. I know, but I'm like, but hell, like, I that's just thought it was some comedian. It was a shit, funny, though. yeah, it was a funny bit that I thought she had. It reminded me of that. I'm like, uh, because it's true. Like, what are your women supposed to do when they're getting, you know, like you're not physically, like, I don't know. I don't also, know. I yell back at do, people though. So well, what do me. men expect? I don't, that's what, like, literally, what if we were like, oh, like your girlfriend don't let you have friends. Yeah. The mama let you out the house looking like that. What the fuck? Right. What the fuck? It's I don't, so that's why I yell back. I might get killed one day, but I really don't care because I'm going down kicking and screaming. And whenever people say crazy stuff, I literally just scream back at them. So my one friend who I was walking with, who lives in Tulum, she has a boyfriend and she was like, oh, I like forgot about being catcalled I'm always walking with like her boyfriend and what she does is she looks at them and smiles and says thank you and I'm like uh I ignore them and she's like thank you and I'm like what it's so her though it's so her but I I just I can't like it because I feel like if I make eye contact with them then all of a sudden they're like gonna jump on top of me and it gives them like some sort of power or something yeah like, eye contact I mean I definitely think it's a situational kind of thing but yeah majority of the time like if I have a good 10 feet they're gonna get a mouthful from me wait what do you say back I want to know I had anything I'll be like you're fucking disgusting like who <laughs> literally I'll be like what you really think wrong girl like no I've had guy Rick Ross grunt at me like oh <laughs> like you're freaking terrifying like Ew. <laughs> say whatever comes into my mind at the time I don't know I think one of these times I gotta be really feeling some type of way and I gotta be with someone like another girl or something I would love to see a guy's reaction to them catcalling me and me walking up and being like then come here yeah like let's do it right now let me like take your pants off yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
you want you want this right now okay let's do it right now you think you like me like right. I'll show you freaking crazy that's the thing like my dad always said that he's like if you don't think you can physically want to fight just be crazy nobody <laughs> wants to fight a crazy person and I'm like nobody wants to kidnap a crazy person you no. know what I mean like nobody wants to mess with crazy people so no. yeah I would rather look crazy all damn day than yeah. actually have something happen like people I have a I one of my I can't stand when people stare I don't know what it is, but I'm like, do we have a, why does this town have a staring problem? What are you looking at? Are you going to take a photo? Like what? Literally what? That happens to me all the time because like I lift a lot of furniture and stuff like that. And dudes are looking at me like what? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. I genuinely don't. So I ask them what? Yeah. (laughs) What? Because they will, they'll just stand there and stare at you. And I'm like, have you never seen somebody else that like, yeah, I just don't understand. Ever since I got tall, I am always stared at. So I don't even see the stairs anymore because anywhere I go, I'm stared at. And it's always the same thing. They look at my feet and then they look at my height. Well, they look at my height. Then they check my feet to see if I'm wearing heels. And then they look back up at me and stare. It's always See, that is like easy to ignore. I feel like I'm, it's almost, I don't know. If someone's looking at you too freaking long, it's like a threat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't feel that way, I guess. I'm just like, uh. Because even if, if I'm just stared at in general, I'm like, oh, it's because I'm tall. Mm, it's like and, but I also think that's why I don't have issues with like, like I've never been in a scary situation because I'm going to fight back. And by the looks of me, you'll know that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've definitely had, I feel like I'm a pretty like loud <laughs> in your face kind You're of person and fuck. like defensive as hell, but I feel like I've still been had situations where it's like you really gotta just be on your toes when you're even when you're with people yeah seriously I feel like that's happened more often than when I'm I've got people around me yeah it really just it's situational but yeah Yeah. clearly we're doing something right I know know. we're still here (laughs) yeah so we're doing that's why I have an issue or I have issues finding men because I am tall and strong and can take care of myself but I want to feel safe with a guy and so you don't want to be the masculine ones but yeah but we are if you're not then somebody's gotta do it right so I you know for a long time associated that with stature and Mm -hmm. you know if you were tall and like big then you could protect me and I would feel safe I learned in a relationship where I dated a guy that was six eight that that is not the case (laughs) And height isn't always going to keep you safe. So now, I mean, I'm not, I am more open to a variety of heights. Although I don't think that I will ever be with someone shorter than me, Mm. which is hard because short kings love a long leg queen. They do. But I'm good. Short kings do be putting in the work. They do be putting in the work. They do. (laughs) They really do. And I appreciate it. And yeah. I let them down down gently because I appreciate the effort, like A plus. Exactly. Yeah. I think if someone was like the same height as you, I don't think yeah. they have to be like taller. I think that you could get, a, if they were really, really great. Yeah. I think, I you, like, I think there's, and if they're like really hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even kidding. You got to have a Depending. couple things working for yeah. you. There's a, gotta but, be like, a couple things. I dated a guy like seriously who was six foot. I mean, he said he was six one, six two, but pfft, no right and I'm 5'11 that's yeah it's fine it was fine yeah I don't think that's a problem for you I don't think it's when they're like actually shorter than you yeah I can't when you're like I'm also loving these bird noises behind you 
That's your house? Or is it mine? That's you. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) what? I was like, I hear them too, but they're not in here. (laughs) Oh my God. I thought it was you. I guess it's me. I have all the windows open. I had some earlier. They've been waking me up every morning. That's a nice wake up call though, aren't that? Isn't that what Ugh. birds are supposed to do? It's better than a rooster. Cock a fucking doodle do. At least the rooster stops <laughs> after the sun comes up. <laughs> These birds, birds be don't. going all morning. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> well, this is fun. We talked lots of travel. We didn't talk lots of travel because that's never all we know do. What we're much. getting into. Apparently, that's our life. What we know best. What we like to do best. Okay. <laughs> yay this we was fun oh we would love your support so please rate us honest ratings but ideally five stars subscribe wherever you listen leave us a review it'll really help us out share with a friend yes tag a bestie tag a follow bestie. us holistic co pod mm-hmm. h-e-a-u-x yeah and DM us if you like have any questions yeah. anything or suggestions about, about yeah. anything that we have questions about because yeah. we're clearly <laughs> always confused. Always. Also, yeah. like DM us if you feel like the airport is a different world because yeah. I feel like other people have crazy stories too, and I would love to hear them. So, like, send us yes. a voice note of your story or something. Yeah, send us your best airport story or yes, <laughs> something like that. Yes, I need more. I love it. I love it. Okay, love you. Love ya. Ciao.